I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. And 3, 2, 1. Welcome everybody to another exclusive Reasonable Wrestling episode. I am your boy, The Most High, and I'm with my tag team partner, CT, a.k.a. Chitty Bang. And we are on episode 98, our our second consecutive interview, and we got uh, Jason Cade on on the line with us, man. So what's happening with you? What's happening with you, man? Nothing. I'm just, I'm just chilling at the house like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate you stopping through, man. This is, if you, if you're not unfamiliar, uh, this is the uncut, unedited, unfiltered underground of professional wrestling podcasting. Uh, you know, man, we call it how we see it. We shoot it. You know what I mean? So, uh, but we are black, so we're not gonna stop none of our niggas' money. So, yep. with that being said, we're going to keep it We're gonna keep it G and just kind of get a, a glimpse on you. Um, for a lot of people who don't know who Jason Cade is, um, I worked with you when I was a uh, PA um, out in MLW. Um, and uh, we kind of got to know, I got to know you and Wheeler. Uh, shout out to Yuta. Um, and, um, you know, we kind of just maintained as far as uh, connectivity. And man, like you, just seeing the maturation of you, your work. You got hurt, you know what I mean. You was out for some time. Now to see you back, you was on fucking Raw wrestling. Tommy in Alistair Black. You know what I mean, like it's crazy. You know what I mean. So we appreciate you taking the time out, and and we really just going, we're just gonna chop it up with you, man. So, um, yeah. I know CT, you know, um, sees super always when we can get somebody in the business, as far as where he can ask those questions and, and really get into it. Cause we're we're marks, you know what I mean? Like he 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 he, yeah. This is what we this is what we this is what we created the podcast for. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm gonna let CT. Think about it. When you think about it, we all are marks. Right, right. Every yeah. single person that is like you were a fan at one point. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm still a fan. Like yeah. I, I I don't I don't sit there like oh I can't like this or I can't no no fuck that like I'm fucking going crazy and popping for things and. We're all marks. Like I, like I sit there. I, I play the fucking video game all the time. Like we're uh, all fake. So, so what? what we, well, let's start there. Let's start. Let's start there. I'm not a big video gamer. I know CTs had the, the game previously. 2K. There will be no 2K21. 2K20 was shitty. The best server that they had was 19. What's going on with 2K right now, man? Well, uh, so, so I've known about that for a couple months. I just couldn't say. Because mm. uh, remember, I, I do mocap. Okay. So I worked on the game. So like, I got 2K20 because I got it for free because they sent it to me. Okay. So I, I worked on it, and like, it is shitty. Like, <laughs> I, 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 like it's playable, and like I, I, I can get past you know some things, 
But 19 is the best one. <laughs> no. 19, hands down. Yeah. It's yeah, 19 was dope. 19 was dope. Me and Chris got, got it on there, you yeah. know, back at the crib. Used to be a roommate, so I busted that ass a couple times. <laughs> but, uh, I think y'all close on the. I'm reading now. You're close on the 16th. Yeah. The yeah. 16th, March, March 16th was a Monday. Okay. okay. So uh, that would be the 14th, then March 14th. I'm like we like we open, and we're literally open for all of 10 minutes, and I get another call. Hey, can you be in Jacksonville on Wednesday? I go. Yeah. Sure. All right, cool. Bring gear, bring a uh, bring a suit, all whatever. Uh, AEW calls and books me. Mm. I'm like, all right, cool. So I go to my boss and say, hey, look, I just got booked for AEW. Probably gonna wrestle on that on TNT on Wednesday. I can't be here. I need to go. I can't risk getting sick. They're like, all right, you understand? Because my boss is, is, is a wrestling fan. He was like, yo, that's dope. Go ahead and go. That's fine. No, no issues. I go. So then um, Monday comes. It's the same kind of deal. They're like, all right, look, we're not going to need you. You're still going to get paid anyway. Okay, cool. 
whatever. Then AEW calls me, like, all right, look, we're not going to need you because, like, the match I was supposed to have, have like, uh, travel bans started happening. So, people mm. couldn't get that. so I got canceled off. So, I was, I was with that initial dark that all those, like, dudes up were all the indie dudes were on, I was supposed to be on that. Okay. Uh, I got uh, canceled off. But I still got paid. So, it was like, cool. Paid to stay home again. So far, yeah. I've yeah. had more paydays and haven't left the house. Now, when it comes to the bookings, how do you get, like, the call? Do you have, like, an agent? No, no, they just call me. Like, people just know me and have my number and call me. Okay. So, they just called me. And I was like, okay. It's because it's people that that, that I've known for a while. Okay. Um, And then I wasn't booked for that Friday smack. I I get another call. All right, look, we're taping around Monday and Tuesday. Can you you just be on call? Yeah, sure. No problem. I I live around the corner. They don't need me Monday. Tuesday, like, all right, we're definitely going to have you come in. I'm like, oh, I got to go earn my money this time. All right, cool. So I go in Tuesday, and I get there, and they're like, all right, you're going to do a security spot. I go, cool. Uh, I go upstairs, and then Tommy sees me. He goes, yo, is it me and you tonight? I go, I don't know. It's someone doing security. He goes, I hope it's me and you. I want, I want to wrestle you. I was like, I don't know. Wow. I'm just, I'm just okay. <laughs> Um, and then Jason Jordan sees me, and he's known me since I first started. Okay. He was like, he's like, what are you doing tonight? They said they, they like, they told me like some like security. He's like, I want you, I want you for one, one of these matches that I have with with, with uh, Alistair. Uh, and so they go and get changed. I get pulled out of security and get thrown into having the match. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Wow. How how is Jason doing, man? He's good, man. He's good. He's, he's not wrestling anymore, obviously. Right, right, right. He's like a producer backstage. I mean, with all the with all the kind of uh, neurologist neur- neurologists going uh, going on and helping out DB and, and and Edge and shit like that. Hopefully, Jason, when the time is right, yeah, you know I mean, when the time is right, hopefully, because. He was a dynamic fucking character, man. A, a special performer, like it's he's, he's fucking ridiculous, man. Yeah, he had a bad future. So I like the FCW days. Mm. So, did ever say how, how how I got started wrestling? Mm. It's a good story, actually. Tell us, tell the fans. Okay, okay. So here's how how how, how I got started. Uh, I've literally always been a wrestling fan for as long as I I can remember. Like whatever. Uh, I went to WrestleMania 24, and I, I was still in high school. I was like, oh, that was my first WrestleMania. I was like, great. So then when it, when it was in Miami, I think it was 28, uh, I went with my uncle uh, and two friends. So we go down to Miami, and, we're, and, and I step into access, and I saw, like, everything, and I go, you know what? I want to do this shit. I want to do this. Like, I got I to figure, figure out a way. So, look. My mind starts going. How can I figure out a way to start wrestling or whatever? Then, um, funny enough, and this 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 will come back around. Uh, when I walk down, and I see Norman Smiley come walking by, and I'm a big fucking wrestling fan. I watch every, I watch, I watched FCW back in the day. Like, I watched everything, uh, and I'm like, I start like, holy shit, it's Norman Smiley, it's so fucking cool. Whatever, whatever. You start to wiggle. Uh, I didn't, I did, but because I, I was trying to like be cool. <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I was doing smiling right there. That's cool, that's cool. But anyway, make it happens. It's an awesome show. Um, the Rock won. Of course, I was booking The Rock. Uh, 
then I get I get I go home at the time I was working at H H Greg. So like I'm sitting there and I'm just looking on on the computer because I'm not like paying attention to people. And I see I, I somehow something takes me to WWE's website and I click on FCW and I see FCW's having having a beginner's class, fifteen hundred dollars for three months. <laughs> oh shit! I have fifteen hundred dollars. So I, I, I come on to yo, I'm going to do this. He goes, sure is, yeah. So we drive down to Tampa, and I'm looking for Steve Kern. I'm like, I, I pull the parking lot. I see Eli Cottonwood. There's a name for you. Uh, okay. He's like, he's, I was, you see Steve Kern? He's, like, he's somewhere inside. And I see Woods. He's like, oh, I'll go get him for you. Then Woods goes in and gets Steve. Steve comes talks talk to me about the whole beginner's class and everything. And it's like a $500 deposit. So I just get, pull out cash and get a $500 deposit. He doesn't like put it in like an envelope or like like take my name or like any official thing. He just takes it, balls up, puts it in his pocket, and writes the name on a random receipt. So I'm like, this guy could just take my money. <laughs> but I'll be worth the to me. I'll trust him. So I put the five hundred down, and I, uh, I pay the rest before class happens. Uh, that was class was starting June eleventh. Uh, whatever the holiday, I think it was Memorial Day. It was Memorial Day sale. And I'm sitting there, I'm just waiting. I can't wait. I'm so anxious to start training. Can't wait, can't wait. And I'm sitting there, and this dude is like looking at 70-inch TV like he's going to buy it, but he's really not. And I'm like, come on, man, you wasted my time. And I turn, I look, and I look, and I see Byron standing there looking at the fucking 80-inch TV. And I'm like, holy shit. And the guy goes, what? I said, wait right there. I run over to Saxton. I'm like, hey, yo, I want to pick your brain with the block. You know, just, just let me get rid of this guy. I run back to the guy. I'm like, hey, are you going to buy a TV or not? He goes, well, I don't know. But you got to make it tomorrow, right now. He goes, well, maybe I don't want it. Like, I, I, he said, maybe I don't want it. I said, okay, cool. Peace. And I ran back over. I started talking to Saxton. <laughs> Two and a half hours. I stopped selling. I used to sell TVs at Agent Greg. I stopped selling TVs on a fucking Memorial Day sale. Wow. Just stacked it for two hours. Standing there, because his I guess his parents were like buying a, a wash and dryer or something. But we just talked to him. Like, I was picking his brain and whatnot, and we exchanged numbers. We became friends. And then I went to the beginners class, and um, I remember the first day they like showed us the video and like they talked to us about, about the stuff. And then Norman, because it was Norman, Steve Kern, and Chris Russo that was like training everybody. And Norman was like, "All right, uh, promo time." Because we, we, it was the first day we all had to cut a promo. Because they were like, Ramby throw promos on us. Like, they never would tell us when we had promos. They just line up promos. So, like, <laughs> cool. Uh, so, I made sure I was the first one to go. I was like, I'll go first. So, if we go into, like, the, uh, I, don't, I don't know if you watched the FCW documentary. Yes. On, uh, on yeah. W24? Yeah, yeah so, I saw it. So where they had like the big uh, arena, we went in, in, into there, and like they don't know who want to go first. I go, I go first. So I get in the ring, and then they turn the lights on. And it goes, and I look, I'm like, oh shit, this is real. So I just <laughs> cut a promo. He just go like a minute, went 45 seconds, and Norman was like, if you just slow down your your words, you have a great promo. I go, sweet. Remember what you said? I have no idea what I said. <laughs> I don't remember at all. I just remember I was just. I was just wet, and then we all just every every Monday and Wednesday we will that was training. So I would get there, training was at seven. I would get there like five thirty, 
it's kind of be hanging out and like just listening to like if like Demont was in the office. So I just sit, I just listen, just listen to what everybody was, was talking about. And um, that's why that's why I met like Beretta and Hero and all them. Uh, and I remember Steve saying, "If any of you guys want to come help set up at the house shows, you're more than welcome to." I'm the only one that did it, so that's how I met everybody initially, yeah. and that's how I met Jason Jordan. Because uh, one, he would come, he would come and help train, and then like I set the ring and, and, and everything. Yep. And then um, at that time, I used to joke like he's a tag team whore because every single show. He had a different tag partner. <laughs> <laughs> so when they finally gave him tag, gave him, I was like, that's your tag. I was like, great, great for him. And he actually did commentary on my first match ever. Him, Danny Birch, and Dirty Christopherson were on commentary for my first match ever. Wow. Because wow. at, at, at the end of the class, we got like a beginner show. And like we all had just had matches. And it's somewhere on, on YouTube. I hate it. But <laughs> I hate it. It's you got to look that one up. Go ahead, so ZD. You, so were you in FCW for just three months, and then you went on to do your own thing, or what? What did you stick stick around? Well, so so I I was there. For, it was a three month class. I was never signed. Okay. I, was I was never signed. I was a three month class. I just was trained by Norm. Okay. Uh, three months, and Norm was like, "Just go out and, and get experience." And okay. I, keep, I remember we're sitting there the day of the show. Um. And he's like, he talked to, it was me, uh, I don't remember who else it was there. Maybe, I think it was Dante Dash and Saxon. That, that's, that's, that's the name for you, because that's the old ass fucking name. Dante Dash. <laughs> Dante yeah. Dash. Uh, and he's like, no, it was me, Dante Dash, and DT Porter. There's a name for you. Uh, sitting there talking with Norman. And Norman was like, yeah, this guy's pretty good. I go, he, he's like, we have a tryout coming in, in, in like two months, but there's no way you'd be, you'd be ready for that. He goes, I think a good two years experience and maybe an extra twenty pounds on you, you'd be ready. You'd be ready for here. And I was like, Well, that's that's fucking high praise. I worked. I picked Norman's brand as much as I could. I asked him as many questions as, as I could think, and he was like, Give a good mind for this. And I was like, I just I've been a fan my whole life. Like I was suddenly like, I was suddenly like, I don't know what I'm doing. I just know what it's supposed to look like. Yo, it, that's that's honestly as fans, me and CT has the same thing because we have film background, right? You know what I mean? Like, you know, um, I went to Full Sail so I could intern for WWE because of, like you said, just have a mind for it. Um, but from what I understand is, is that they kind of don't want people who are enthralled into the business. Like, I can't go there with my fucking notepad of fucking scripts that I've wrote in for for the for the people that are under underutilized, you know what I mean? Like they don't they don't want that. But I want to do that. So um hearing your story is just gonna encourage me because I was actually gonna do um do reference school. I wanted to go and um be a ref. Just so I can learn the psychology of matches because, I, like I said, I don't know what I'm watching, but I know what it's supposed to look like. I know what a rough's supposed to do. I know what I know. There's three people in the ring at all times, and that ref is super important to the match. And he can dilute a match, and or he can elevate a match. And I kind of wanted to add that. Shout out to Da. Um, he, you know, I I wanted to pick his brain as far as being a ref. So hearing your story, um, just kind of 
highlights what I want to do. And also, like you said at the beginning, of everybody's marks. Like, we started this show because we didn't like what we saw and we wanted to talk about it. You know what I mean? Like, so... So, so, so you, you, you mentioned DA. You talk about Brewer, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I've known Brewer since he was a wrestler. Mm. He was Defiant Man. Like DA Defiant Man. Defiant Man. Defiant Man. Defiant Man. I'll never forget the first time that it was at WBA 4. We were a show. And someone comes up. Hold on, hold on. Because I'm about to crack you up with this one. Because I'm telling you this story. Uh, uh, um, Someone comes up to me and goes, Hey, what's going on, Brewer? How's the job? And Brewer goes in his Brewer Cleveland Browns on accent. He goes, Well, these spies ain't going to fight them tails. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we met, we met DA. Um, so, um, you know, I, I'm um, Swerve. And TZ did a video for I'm the Man, um, oh, and, yeah, and, and yeah, and, and he was there, bro. And and actually, we shot that fireman skit at the beginning of the video. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> bro, bro, we was we was. We was <laughs> I was like, please don't let my Snickers be on camera, nigga, because I'm killing myself trying not to laugh, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, he had, and I, I never saw until he was already gone, because, like, um, at one point last year when when I, when I was hurt, and he was moving apartments, but his new apartment wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. So, I, so he stayed with me for a couple weeks. And um, he told, like, I don't know how I've never seen it before, but there was one show. Like he was, he was like the champion of some place in Georgia, and uh, he had a cage match. But he had like a mania entrance. Like he had the Firefighters team come out holding up their axes, like walking through. Yo, it was the coolest fucking thing. It was the coolest fucking thing. Yo, yo, we gotta, yo, we gotta, I gotta talk to DA, bro. I got, yo, tell DA to pull up on Reeves Barrestle so we can get that, that Kate, that fireman story, man. Now, now you, yo, now you mentioned, now you mentioned being injured. Um, can, can you tell us about your injury and kind of the recovery process? Um, you're back wrestling now, so like, how do you feel? Shit like that. How, how, how you doing with that? So the injury—it was like a freak accident. Like mm-hmm. so, me and Effie were rest were wrestling at Fest. We were the main. We were supposed to go like twenty-five. We went four because, like, literally, like as soon as the as soon as like I started the heat, um, like there was miscommunication and like uh, he went for a suplex and I thought he was putting me to my feet. So he does a suplex. I go land un- un- under. Uh, I go land my feet. My foot gets caught under us and just breaks. But I didn't feel anything. I was like, oh. like I knew something was wrong. But I was like, oh man. So Frankie, who's the ref, comes up. He goes, what, what happened? I go, I think it just broke my ankle. He goes, what do you feel? So nothing. It just feels loose. Um, he's like, what do you want to do? I said, uh, uh, disqualify me. So I grabbed the belt, hit. Uh, at the belt was. 
Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. On the ring, we, we had a, a spot for it later in the match anyway. Head with the belt, get disqualified. And then, like, Saeed had won the pick on the tree thing, the money in the bank thing. Yeah. And he was cashing on me anyway. So he's like, what do you want to do? I said, get Saeed out here to cash on me now. Saeed runs out. He goes, uh, uh, what, 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 what do you want to do? He goes, I said, look, just hit your finish. He goes, you sure? Just hit your fucking finish. So I set up on, on one foot, take his deal. He hooks the bad leg. That's broken. So I'm like, great. One, two, three. Um, so the spot was supposed to be, like, I beat Effie. Saeed comes out to cash in. I go to run. Ugly Duck will stop me from running up the front door. Throw me in. Saeed hits his finish on me. Diamante runs out trying to break it up. They hold her back. One, two, three, new champion. To set up for the next show. Okay. Um, obviously, I wasn't able to run. So uh, he just hits his finish. She comes running out. They hold her back, whatever. She jumps on. She what happened? I go, I think I just broke my ankle. Mm. She goes, what, 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 what do you want to do? I said, yeah, we got to get the fuck out of here. So I roll out, and I hop to the back. <laughs> and I'm, and, um, I'm, I'm completely calm. I don't feel any pain or anything. But I'm laying on the floor. I'm like, well, fuck. And the promoter comes back. He goes, oh, you're, you're really hurt? I thought you were doing an angle for time. I go, I don't a fuck about your time. I'm fucked up. <laughs> He goes, what do you, what do you want? I said, just give me a big ass bucket of ice. Like, bring some ice for me. Uh, we pack everything up. They, uh, and Sopranico drives me home, like, to where my car's parked. So I get in the car, start driving home. Cops pull me over. I'm like, fuck. And they're like, you know, you're speeding. I was like, yeah, man. I think I just broke my ankle. So I'm trying to get checked out. And they're not believing me. I go, if you, if you let me open the door, I can show you. They open the door, and I pull up my foot. Because it's, it's fucking, looks gross. And he goes, oh, God. He goes, okay, uh, I'll let you go. <laughs> Let's try and get that checked out. So then I go, I go home because I was like, I'm not going to get checked out. I'll be fine. It's probably just a bad sprain. But I still can't walk. So the next morning, I go, all right, I'll go, I'll go get checked out. No pain, still. Doctor looks at it. He goes, yeah, man, your, your, your ankle's broken. I go, shit. He goes, yeah, uh, how, how are you not in pain? I, go, I don't know. He goes, yeah, it, 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 it should be able to heal because it, it seems like it's all aligned. Right. He goes, what, do you want anything for the pain? I go, no, I'm not in pain. Look, no pain. Wow. So, so go home. As soon as you say that, you're in pain. Two weeks later, I wake up in the middle of the night in the worst pain I've ever felt. I'm like, what the fuck? And I had nothing for it. <laughs> I was like, I didn't give me any, I didn't need anything. I was like, shit, fuck. <laughs> she took them pain And, and like, my apartment at the time was a little smaller, so like I was able to just hop on one foot from like the couch to the kitchen, and just like cook. Like my, my I could pivot back and forth because I just had a boot on, so I just pivot back and forth to like cook and stuff. So I was just at home playing video games, much like I'm doing now. That's why I'm not going crazy because I literally just did this last year. <laughs> uh, but like I would either be at home or Swan's house. Cause Swan was at my either at my house or I was at his house every day because because like, I was hurt. So, and things like, like that, things like that happen in the ring, and you have to think on the fly. So, like when that stuff happens, like 
are you trained to do that? Like, are you trained to say, hey, you know what, let's just qualify me? Or did, was that just instinct? I, I think, I don't think, like, I was never trained on, like, how to, like, call, like, audible yet. Like, you just, I don't know if there's something that, that, that you train. Like, sometimes when I run class, like, I'll, I'll, I'll fuck with kids. Like, I got, I actually got to remember, like, I'll just change times with them. I'm like, all right, tell them they have, like, I'll go, oh, you guys have an eight-minute match. And as soon as the match starts, you guys have two minutes left. Okay. And then, then, like, two minutes are going, like, all right, you guys have four minutes left. And, like, just change the times up. Because, like, okay. that happens on, on TV. So, like, that shit happens. So, like, I started doing that. But, like, I was never, like, I never, like, was trained, like, so this is what, this is what you do when this Because, like, cool. you, don't, you don't know. You really don't know. Right. I, just, I think, uh, I think Bruce... Yeah was telling the story, the triple threat of Angle, Rock, and Triple H, yeah. uh, where Angle knocked himself out with five minutes into the match, and they had a half to go. So, like, they carried a fucking dinged-up, knocked-out Kurt Angle through a half-hour match, <laughs> calling audibles because he couldn't do spots, you know what I mean? Like, so... That's nuts. Like, that's fucking yeah, crazy, that's, bro. That's how it is. Like, so, uh, maybe like a year ago or something. I don't know. I don't remember what it, what it was. But one time I'm wrestling, uh, I don't know if you guys know Troy Hollywood. Mm. I heard the name. Um, I, I think I ended on, so we got a few Twitter pages, obviously. We got the wrestling joint. So I've seen his name come up on my on our wrestling Twitter page a, a few times. Super underrated guy, but we're, we're having we're having a match, and it's maybe like a couple minutes. We have like a couple spots left in, in the match, but we do like Spanish fly, on, 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 like Spanish fly on, on, on the run. But he's we're sweaty. He slips off me like the way he hooked. He slips off me, so I like landed like landed on him, and I'm like he was he was fucked up. He was rocked. Mm. So I literally just called audibles because like the rest of the stuff would be like dropping on his head. I was like, well, I can't do that now. So I just called a bunch of audibles to like get us uh, to the end of the match. Um, John Davis was supposed to come out and beat him up afterwards. So I, I, I tell the ref, hey, tell John, don't come out. I, I, I'm, and I, I just cut a promo on the, on the fly just to fill up time just so that shit doesn't happen. Okay. So like, just, you, you just don't know the situation. Like, this, this, yeah. it, 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 it's whatever. So how, how long have you been a pro, Kate? Uh, June will be eight years since I started training. Okay. Wow. And your debut was when, your debut was when? August of 2012. Okay. That was my first match. So I trained for three months and then like half the, had had a, had my first match. And just started having matches. That's I, fucking I insane, bro. Like you just pay five hundred dollars down, and eight years later you fucking never look back. Yeah, never did. It's crazy. <laughs> so quick question: Like over that time, the eight years, how have you seen the business evolve and grow and change? Like. It, it's changed so much. Like now, like all you really need is like one gift to go viral, and like you're everywhere. Yep, I I remember uh, shit, Trevor and Osprey. That yeah, shit, uh, that shit, like bro. That's bruh, kind that, of what kicked it off. Yes, yeah. I, now I now I'm a I could I I attribute I I I I personally would say Fergo kind of internationally gave the independence a joke. 
You know what I mean? What, yeah. With the Bullet Club. I think Fergo kind of, without Fergo doing that, with Sheen Gun and, 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 and uh, fucking Bad Luck Fale and Tama, we won't have the boom. But Osprey and Trevor with the internet fucking um, gift fucking world we in, yeah. they set that world on fire with that f- with, with with their with their string of matches. So I remember, and like I'm about to sound like a, like a bitter old vet, but I remember like when I was like first starting, like I was just because I was it was FIP day, so everything I was doing was just everything I was doing was getting gifts. I was just getting a bunch of gifts, bunch of gifts, bunch of gifts. People like, oh y'all, yeah. You don't have any substance. You just, you just, you just gifts. And now, like a lot of guys are just gifts, but they like blow up because like that's all that's all wrestling is now. It's just gifts. People don't have the attention span to sit there and watch whole matches anymore. I, I don't feel like. And then like what I've noticed is like the the newer wrestling, like the traditional wrestling crowd, I don't think is as effective anymore. Because like if you look at like I think what works today is you just find like a bar with hipsters that just want to have fun and want to drink. If you look at like Fest, you look at like uh, uh, even a AEW in Chicago or or, or, or even lo- locally Mayhem on, on Mills. They do like it's much. Of, it's not even a wrestling crowd, really. It's just a bunch of hipsters who are have, who are having fun and they they have wrestling fans mixed in. So those wrestling fans educate those guys to, to what's going on. And then now you have new wrestling fans. And they, they don't really watch wrestling, but they will, they, they will go to those shows, and they think whoever's in, 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 in that ring is the best wrestler, wrestler in, in the world. Oh, okay. And those are the hottest crowds. Yeah, wrestling has definitely come a... I, I, I liken it to the circus a little bit, because it tra- it's like traveling. It's come a family environment, or like AEW, you said, it's like more of like a hip thing to do and go have fun. And a timeout, like it's, a, it's an event, like you know, going to a sporting event. But as you said, the traditional fan, like me, we meet have to have this podcast because we go in depth conversations on, like you know, why things happen and why what we like to see. Um, it's 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 a it's a lost kind of um, conversation. So you you find people here and there where you can talk to them about, like you know, the Chris Benoit Kurt Angles of the the old and have an in depth conversation on the psychology. Of the matches, um, but we, we some not like you said. Now it's like more of a a moment. Like you know, everything we see is like a moment, and then if, if it goes, it, it might fizzle out, or you know, it has to have that sustainability through that that traditional. Um, not, but you, I think people who are sustained have that traditional kind of pedigree. Well, that's that's enough, that's what I want to kind of ask Kate with that. Now you said a lot of things have changed. Now I know for sure, like we said, the 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 rise. And the notoriety of in, of the independent scene, which kind of you are like you you are very well in that circuit. So, with there's another player right now uh, on TV. They gave you a call clearly when the big boys gave you a call. So now you you got you got another player in town. How do you feel like it's going to help the boys the the men and women? That that put the like you know what I mean. How how is it gonna help you guys with the negotiating with the the, the having another place to be at? Well, I, like you you could already see it. Like guys are signing for huge money contracts and, and like for WWE just WWE just wanted to stay to keep them. WWE just wanted people to stay, so they were signing the huge money contracts just so they wouldn't go to AEW. And like other guys just throwing money out, so because like there's bidding wars going on. I think COVID's like gonna kind of wipe most of that out. 
because no one's hiring anybody right now. Okay. Like, cause, cause, like, like, for for example, people like, oh man, like you, you, so you did wrong. Like, you think they'd be interested? I said, look, regardless if they're interested or not, no one's hiring anybody right now. They can't make money. Well, they they can't. Okay, so they can make money, but they can't. Like, they can't run shows with fans. So that's a huge chunk of income out. Bro, how how did that hurt you for Mania? You know, I I, I had like six shows and they all got and they all got canceled. So I had like I had merch that I was ordering, and I'm so glad I didn't I didn't spend the money yet before mm. it got, got canceled. So I, I'm not out a bunch of money out because I've been sitting on a shitload of merch. Um, but by the time this goes up, I don't know if this is live if it goes live or not. But like I have a pro wrestling tea store that I just opened up. I'm just waiting for the link to be active. The designs, up, up, the designs that I was going to print out for Mania are up, 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 uploaded on, on there. So there's a cheap plug for ProWrestlingTees.com slash Kincaid. Fuck yeah. But, yeah. Uh, I, I'm literally, I'm, I'm just waiting for it to, like, I keep checking because I'll, I'll go to the link and it says page not active yet. It takes a couple, like, a couple, like, I think 24 to 72 hours, something like that. Um, but, yeah, like, what I'm, what, what I'm wondering is like, okay, when things get back to normal, are people really going to be going out like that? When are we going to really, really have uh, have shows and, and stuff? Like, I'm, I'm people, are, people are sitting there like, oh, we might be able to have stuff by by June. But I, I'm, I'm mentally prepared not to wrestle for the rest of the year. Wow. But Yo. I'm wow. Because, because, because you have, you have to be realistic. This virus yeah. is not, is not going anywhere. Uh-huh. It, when is it going to be safe to, to, to have people conjugate again and, and have these wrestling shows? When are, pe- when are people going to feel safe that they can go out to these wrestling shows? Okay, okay, the, okay, the, okay. The mayor of, of LA already said he's probably not going to allow any, any large gatherings for the rest of the year. He's gonna be supposedly going to be filming things through July. Coming up. So, like, when, when are we going to have live shows again? Okay. Like, like like everyone, everyone, everyone's thinking, oh, oh, I can't wait for wrestling to come back. Here, wrestling to come back. Pro wrestling is the last thing that's going to come back. In fact, no. We only have restaurants open yet. Like some places are opening, like some states are opening up stuff. But I think that's it. like Georgia is opening up today. That's a horrible idea. A couple weeks, people are going to get sick. Like we don't know. We don't have the right. Two, what, 2% of the population have been tested. We don't know who has the virus and who doesn't. I'm almost 100% certain I've at least come in contact with it. With that, being said, with that being said, then then how are people really going to be coping with the next you know seven nine months without wrestling? Right, know? like you're you're so you're so you're so like you're so like yeah, I'm good with that. I'm mentally preparing myself. Like, bro, these, this is this is like your life, right? Like, this is you well, yeah, and your so like, like. I'm not I'm not saying that as in like, oh, like, I'm fine with it not being they're not being wrestling. I'm I'm just being realistic. Okay. Like of course, I if, if I could wrestle tomorrow, I would I, I would do it. Like I'm 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 sitting there calling I'm sitting there like calling spots in my head, going through like on, 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 in in my living room. Like I want to wrestle. Like that don't get me wrong, I want to wrestle, but I just have to have to have the thing. Be realistic. Just look 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 at the big picture. Like this this coronavirus is bigger than wrestling. Like yes. entire in, entire countries are shut down. Okay, so now, 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 I would like to have this, this, this general conversation because I, I've, I've had it. It's hard to have it on Twitter. It's hard to have it with fans and 
like myself. So I want to have it with you, right? The coronavirus is dangerous, and I am here not to 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 people lives are being taken from this from this virus. This is not unlike any other thing we've seen before, but it's also not like we haven't seen this before. You know what I mean? So we're all 30 plus, like we've lived through the, the, uh, a damn near world world. uh, I mean, a world, hold on, world war. Like Jesus, I almost fucked that up. We lived through H1N1, swine flu, anthrax, uh, the the mad cow disease, West Nile virus, and the mosquitoes. Like, we've been through some scares. So this particular one, like, crippled, like you said, the nation, the country, the fucking globe. Um, But with wrestling, you guys risk it all anyway, right? So, so how has the mindset changed or different? Now, I know it's a, it's a virus, like, great, I'm not, I don't want to be an idiot. I know a virus is a virus and shit like that and whatever the case may be. Like, you can catch it, you can take it to people. If you break your ankle, you can't transfer your broken ankle to somebody else. Like, I get yeah. that, you know what I mean? But if you're tested, clearly, because WWE is, is taking the precautions to make sure the people that work for them are healthy and whatnot are not. Uh, exuding signs of whatever the symptoms are. If the general population is safe, um, and you guys risk it all anyway, would you not presume that wrestling will be something that will will go forward? Will be something that finds its way to? When I, when I say I'm, I'm prepared for it to not have have the rest of the, it's not because like we wouldn't want to wrestle. Is if the states will allow us to have these shows. Like, yeah, WWE is not even having fans in, in, in the building. Mm-hmm. Whenever, whenever WWE can have fans again, that's when I think it'd be, it, it, we, we could go back to having shows. It's not about what, what, it's not like if we want to do it, if we feel safe, it's if we're going to be legally allowed to do it. Now, I think I, a lot of things into it is uh, general consensus. Right. And like you said before, or like, do people feel safe going to a wrestling show? You know, and, and then obviously the states haven't allowed it to happen. So we talk about Georgia, happen, shit. Our state is right there. You know how big up the gates are going to be when they things start to open up. You know, it's it's definitely going to change wrestling before we get back to the way it used to be. It's going to take some time. Uh, I, I think I, I, I see it in like two different things. Because one is like, all right, are people going to want to go out and spend their money and, and be and be surround and be like in close quarters with people? Right. That's one thing. Right. But then two. Then too, this is the first time wrestling has been taken away from people. Like the thing in the history of, of, of wrestling, wrestling itself has stopped. Unless you, unless you're watching Raw, SmackDown, NXT, or or AEW, or, or Impact. Impact, like, yeah. Wrestling's been taken away. There's no fans there, so I feel like fans will be more appreciative. I say, let's not. I'm say appreciative. Like, they're gonna, they, the crowd's gonna be hotter because they're be. Just dying to see it again. Yeah, I think it's gonna be crazy. I think it goes one of two ways, like, and then also like, are people gonna want to come out? I could be wrong. They could want to come out. They could be so desperate for it, they just want to go back to see, see a wrestling show. I they, they, they might have to keep it in the PC if they do it with at least WWE. Keep it in a small arena or keep it in this place like maybe Full Sail, 
at first it will keep all the shows in Florida until you start to see that that you know people are more comfortable getting back to the normal. Uh, we're filling up the house now. Bro, I'm you not know, gonna, I'm not gonna lie. If Florida, if Florida, I'm bro. I love my son. I love my lady. I love my family. But if Florida did not shut down WrestleMania, I was driving my punk ass to Tampa, nigga. Yeah, I lo- I'm like, I'm going to Tampa. I'm going. And I don't care if it was 100 people that was going to be at WrestleMania. I was going to be one of those 100 people in the crowd, my nigga, at WrestleMania because that... I. I, man, I don't know, man. I'm I'm stupid, I guess. Like I'm I I don't know. Like I'm fucking so, like. So, when, when all when all that when all that was was going on, um, like I was still mentally, I was like, I'll still go wrestle. I'll go. I, I was I was ready. I was prepared to go to go wrestle at AEW, uh, Revolver, all the main weekend shows. I was I was prepared to do all those. I was like, regardless, unless unless they cancel these shows, I'm going. Cause like uh, the AEW should have got canceled. They, like, I had talked to Danny and I, I was like, I know some people were like worried about like trying to pull off with all the virus. But look, I'll I'll look up. I just as long as, as long as I can go, I'll go. Like because I, I I didn't know if they were gonna shut the airport down. Cause like that was around the time when they said. Uh, TSA agent and Bruh, the, uh, my uh, god I had to Yo, I had to travel through The airport To go back home And yeah. I was scared as shit Nigga, TSA security Got the fucking Rona yeah. You ain't checking my fucking ID, bitch I belong on this plane, that's just it Nigga, you ain't finna yeah, yeah. So, like, like this, this is why I, I think that I've at least been exposed to it one, let's let's look let's look at the facts. One, I work at a theme park. Okay. Uh, thousands of people come through come through that park every single day. A day. That's one. And number two, since December alone, I've taken a lot of flights. A lot of flights. I've been in and out of the airport a lot. Especially in, in that I've been to Chicago. I've wrestled in Chicago a lot since December. Shit, Desmond so, too. Des, Desmond and the Roscoe just was yeah. there. Like they was just in like it's yeah. It's a hotbed. And, and that was like yeah, that was like a hotbed. I wrestled in, in New York in, in, in December. So like I've been I've had to at least have come in contact with it. I probably was asymptomatic, but you know, yeah. Uh like just this past Sunday, um I had to go to to Atlanta and, and I was flying back from from Atlanta so on Sunday Sunday night and just go to the airport was like kind of empty man but you'd be surprised when people didn't have masks on like I, I like people I I, I I'll go like Publix literally I, I go like maybe like once every other other week I'll, I'll go to Publix and look at some stuff uh, they changed literally one way aisles. Yeah, they put the X's in the joint with the arrows on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like, like I take I take it seriously because like all right, like usually because at first I was like, oh, so it's supposed to kill us all. Like, didn't Ebola supposed to kill us all? What is <laughs> yeah. But yeah. we had better federal response. Correct. That's that's what that's what that's what. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. 
New episodes available now. Subscribe to the Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. As things change, other things stay the same, like Ohio Lottery scratch-offs. From small tickets to big tickets, from bright colors to flashy themes, there's something for everyone. Big wins make big stories, but it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories. And your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. So, you know, disinfected kill germs. So, I don't know, maybe UV light, maybe, I don't know, maybe you injected. I will say, this nigga Trump has been giving me so much material for promo. Uh, I mean, yeah, so much material. Bruh, I went back and watched WrestleMania 23 and he was a fucking baby face. <laughs> Oh, he's the fucking the biggest. Actually, he made money come down in a bra, my nigga, from the crowd. Oh man, the good old days. <laughs> um, so no, I, 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 I'm sorry, CT. Go ahead. No, go ahead. no, no. I was just gonna ask. You know, with everything going on, like you're saying, like it's you know how you mentally can't cope with it. You said you, you, you seem pretty pretty fine and how are your you know your peers dealing with it because if you're saying wrestling is not going not to be around for maybe the rest of the year you mentally prepare yourself has other people done the same have they started to feel I like I don't know if they have like the only, like, the only person that, the only place I go is Swan's house I don't go anywhere else <laughs> shout out Swan that's it uh, but I still talk to people like, like I'll text people and everything like everyone seems like, they just can't wait for wrestling to get, uh, to, to, to get back. But I'm like, when is wrestling going to come back? I, I guess, like, because I just did this a year ago. I just sat on my ass and watched, but, and, like, watched everything go like, happen without me for, like, four months. But, like, I guess that's why I'm, I'm a little more prepared for it. How was the rehab for that, man? Like, to how, what, like is your ankle, wasn't your knee... Or, or anything like that, but still, like you gotta you gotta plant, you gotta jump, you gotta trust it. Uh, how, yeah. how 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 was that, man? So like I, I would go to rehab like like two three times a week, mm-hmm. and then um, I was just doing stuff at home also. But then like when I started, when they quit, when they said I could start going back to training, I was wearing a brace uh, at, all, at all times. I was actually wearing like a brace on each ankle. Because like I just felt weird having one ankle more bulky than the, than the other, uh, and I, over time I got more, more and more confident, and I went down to just KT tape, and I don't know put anything on it at all, just completely fine. Then I didn't need surgery; it was like okay. it, was, it was a clean break, so it broke it, it, it healed by itself. So it was all just like like a, like a mental thing. So I just had to break that fear of like breaking my ankle again. Okay, uh, okay. I didn't do a dive until. Maybe August of this past year. That's what I was just about to ask you. Has your ring, has your ring style changed? Has your psychology to wrestling changed? What's your approach differently now that? Because I know Austin's told the story. You know clearly when he broke his neck, 
he he couldn't be as scientific, you know, as he wanted to be. He had to be a brawler, and then the two knees took him completely out of the way. So he just had to figure out how to do it all together. Um, I I know you to be kind of off your feet a little bit when you wrestle. Well, like you said, you have to trust this. So how does that, you know, now what, what what's your what's your wrestling style now? So I definitely don't fly as, as, as much as 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 I, as I used to. Um, like yeah, I don't like really dive like that. Like I don't do it as much. I'm more really. I just I was joking. I don't really have moves. I just take moves. That's all. All the gifts that I would just be get my ass kicked because I just fucking take a really good ass kick. Like, you're, like you're, I, I just, I just, I just talk shit and I take moves really well. Like that's that's all I got really. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I don't do as much flying around. Like I'm, I'm more of like, I get, I do some power move. I do, I do a little bit of everything. Man. I just don't fly as as, as much. Okay, yeah, I, I definitely like toned it down a little bit. Now, I, um, you know, we we are we're heavy on the on the side here of supporting everything that's black. You know what I mean? Shout out to Wale. Um, yeah. um with that being said, uh, there's a culture in wrestling, right? I uh, don't know if you're kind of in tune with it, if you try to stay away from it or whatever the case may be. Um, but the culture in wrestling seems to be a tad bit toxic. Um, it seems to be toxic amongst males, um, and then it seems to be toxic towards women, and it seems to be toxic, uh, towards African Americans. Um, how do you kind of... You talk about, like, you talk about, like, wrestling Twitter? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wrestling Twitter, especially now, since... Uh, quarantine, it's the worst it's ever been. I got, I, I had, I had, a, we, we had, had a discussion with like a friend of mine. Um, and I'm, maybe, I'll, maybe, I'll get, maybe I'll get heat for this, maybe, maybe I won't, I don't know. Like on Twitter, I'm, I'm constantly like, you know, I'm talking shit, but all that's like in character. This, right now, this is Jason Seaton speaking, not Jason Cage. Uh, I'm always like, in, 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 I take jabs at, at like, at, at people, but people that are my friends that like, I know they know I'm just fucking around. But you look, I had a friend, a conversation with, with a friend of mine, and he was like, you know, we kind of didn't deserve WrestleMania. Like, what do you mean? Because look at wrestling, you look how awful we are to everybody. And then, you, and then I go and I pay attention, like, yo, yeah, for real, like, you have promoters, like, openly making fun of guys, like, this guy sent me, trying to hit me up for this show, and he did this, and like, he said this, and that, and that other, other workers shitting on, on, on each other, like, for real, not just like, you know, working or anything, it's like, Everyone's just so fucking mean to each other on, on, on Twitter. And like since this, it's gotten worse. Why do you think why do you think wrestling is contaminated with that? I don't I, don't, I really don't know. I really don't know. Like I try not to get involved. I've never been involved in in, in, in a Twitter beef. Like a real Twitter beef. Or now, only like like obviously work and stuff, yeah, but, but I, I've I, never like really been involved in it. So and I, and that's where I kind of try to find the duality in it like I'm not a social justice warrior but I don't tolerate ignorance you know what I mean so regardless if it's from black or white whether it's from a woman or a a man you know what I mean like if you have a brain I think you should process it before you kind of do it and if you do it you take the consequences of what you do or what you say along with it you know what I mean Um, that's just my philosophy but I kind of 
like within wrestling culture, man, um, and this wrestling Twitter thing, for one, we lack nuance. Like nu- nuance is completely, uh, completely gone out the window. Um, it's voided. Like it's avoided. Like CT would say, you know what I mean? And and um, I don't understand how. I get it. I get it. Entertainment, theater. It, it, and things like that, actors and, and, and movies and, and, and shit like that, it creates ego, right? With wrestling, I do not understand how we created an elitism amongst fans and workers. You know what I mean? Like, I, 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 don't, I don't understand how we kind of got to that place to where the culture is now infected with that type of thought process. And it's, it's frustrating. Yeah, so, like, I, I try to stay out of like most of the rest of the Twitter drama because it, it like I, I see it like I have, I have friends we like send it to each other we laugh at, 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 at everything like and like I don't comment I, I don't publicly comment on, on a lot of things mm-hmm. like uh, I, I'll bring that everyone everyone never talk about it the fucking video the race video they were not that, the, uh, of like the dude uh, I guess he was a Fox dude right like, yeah dude. yeah 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 he was a he was a Fox dude he was a Fox dude right right yeah which I don't like I've, I've, I've met a lot of Every single person that's ever come out that ever has been trained by Air Fox is one of the nicest, hardest working, most humble, humble person in in the business. Because so Fox is that guy. guy. Like Fox, yeah. Fox is that. Yeah. So so that took me by surprise. But then like the thing that the thing that because uh, like I, I saw everyone's comments on it. So a lot of times when it comes to, like Twitter Twitter etiquette. Cause like I, I sometimes I feel like all right, I get left out of stuff because I don't I'm not as active right on Twitter correct correct so I, so I'm not like thought of when people like oh who do you want to see here people don't really like stay just get because like I'm not in everyone's face on Twitter because like, I, I just I don't have that like, that much to say like I just I'm not sitting I don't I'm not sitting there on my phone tweeting all the time like I I, I read stuff but I don't. I just don't. I don't want. I don't want to do that all the time. I don't want to be on Twitter because I, I like to be able to separate myself from rest from being in the wrestling business. Right. Uh, right. And I don't know how, how that. How that. I don't want that. I don't want to come off. Come off wrong. Like I was like, I love wrestling. I love being in the wrestling business. But at the same time, like I still have to be a normal person when I'm not at shows. Like. Like it, it, this, this stuff will drive you insane. So like I try to like step away for a little bit. So whenever I, I see things I'm like, all right, I feel pressure. Maybe maybe I have to I have to tweet more. I, like I have been active more. Like you're gonna pay attention. I have that I have that 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 going series with Statlander. We're just trying to teach me how to be a good person. Uh, not really working, but you know we're trying. We're doing things. It's entertaining. It's, it's, it's stuff to entertain. Um, yeah. But I don't feel like. All the all the controversies that that go on 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 Twitter, I don't really comment, but I feel like I, I have to start having having a, an, an opinion. So like, usually with, with, with that, I'll go to I'll go to I'll go to Amber Moon, and I'll have a Amber like, should I like should I should 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 I get involved in this? And usually she says to me, no, don't do it, don't don't do or say anything stupid, like don't. So I I I, I brought I brought that video to her. She's like, no, don't don't reply, don't reply to it. It does it doesn't need to be shared. Like it's gonna get shared anyway. Don't, right, and don't, don't be the don't be the responsible party to do that. And and I get it too, cause we fit like like Joseph's gonna fly. You know what I mean? And I'm gonna keep it a buck. We've been on this show, 
And 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 it's crazy you bring up Ember because we love Ember. Like CT loves it. He loved um um who she was before she was Ember Moon. He put me on yeah. to her prior to Athena. her coming. Exactly Athena. Yeah. So he put me on to her. Um, and she's been kind of the subject of a few, um, you know, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I, and and, and the, the line has to be toted as far as where the jokes are and when it's cruelty. But go ahead, CT. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, no. I was saying before, like, Jason, you were just hitting on something that I think plays into the toxicity is that there is this thing with wrestling where it's a blend between fiction and reality and people don't know how to divide it you know people don't know how to say hey you know what these are real people behind these characters and you don't go somewhere with that and then you say hey this is you know the real person and and then finding that divide as whether you're a performer or a fan sometimes it gets blurred some people are good at it some people are not some people take their um their ego and it's there they believe their character and they're in it wholeheartedly and they're on twitter talking their shit and you have fans who believe it too who, who feel like these guys are like just impenetrable like real they're not they don't see the real person at all and they'll just say whatever they want on twitter and you just it's internet so you're not gonna meet somebody in person so there's no like incentive not to say some the most fucked up thing in your head to get a couple of likes a couple of uh follows and retweets you know so it's 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 creates this toxic environment because everybody's trying to get over even the fans are right. trying to get over. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I see. And that's why I stay away from it too. I, so I, 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 I personally, I, I hate it. Like, like, for example, maybe uh, I forgot when it was. It was a while ago. Uh, I was just go, scrolling through Twitter, and someone said something about Nia Jax. And it's something like the most. Like, I forgot. Like, I forgot exactly what they said, but it was just. Like body shame and just one of the most like evil things like like mean and, and my my thought was like I think I actually responded to this one with this and the, and the guy didn't respond back to me but I go what makes like what inside your head makes you think it's okay to just speak to somebody that you've never met that you don't even know that way like like what 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 like why would you like, why that's why? that that's why if it it it. And that's why I brought the conversation up because I try to find a lot. Because it's funny how people would tweet like, no one's going to touch me over Twitter or because of wrestling. And I'm like, listen, dude, it's a possibility. It's a po- you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's a possibility that... It's fucked up. Here's another story for you. It has had to deal with it. Um, uh, so some stuff was happening at, at, at Fest, and I was in, 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 in the ring, and stuff was going bad in, in, in the ring, like promo wise. So I roll out, and I out the ring. I'm, I'm I, like I usually I get in, in, in fan space, uh, and people just you know John Jackson, and that's that's fine. Like say what you say, what you're gonna say, blah blah blah, uh, because like you're standing behind behind the line. I'm like when I, I'm not put my put my hands on you, like right, you know, right. You're allowed to boo whoever you want, but then um, as I'm about to turn and go inside, the dude that that uh, who with me goes, "Fucking nigger," and I go, "What'd you say?" And he goes, "Hit me, spit on me, touch me, something," because because I'm I'm thinking in my head, "Why, why I'm pissed off." 
I'm still, I'm, I'm, I'm a very smart person. I, I, I think, I, I think all the way through. So all this goes through my head in literally a matter of seconds. Okay, if I start whooping this dude's ass, everyone's here and has camera phones mm-hmm. and it's on camera. Mm-hmm. I'm a black man in Gainesville. I'll probably get arrested. Uh-huh. Number one. Uh, but if this guy hits me first, not only is it self-defense uh, because he hit me first, and like I'm a performer and he's violating that 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 line, he also called me a nigga. So it's a fucking hate crime. So like, I have to let him hit me first. <laughs> Jesus, you can you can yell, no, you can hit me, you can sit on me, all that. But if you call me a nigga when you're doing it, it's a hate crime. So I I, I gotta think of like legal stuff. In my head, like, cause, I, cause one of my biggest fears is going to jail and, and getting raped. It is one of my biggest fears. Put it out there. <laughs> it's one of my biggest fears. I got, I got a rather large ass for a man. They would destroy me. <laughs> I'm not. So I'm trying to like make sure that I don't go do anything where like I have like that could happen. Yo, yo, you know what's crazy and funny? You said that nigga, I'm drunk and high at the same time, so I'm gonna tell a story. Fuck it. Kane tells that fucking story, nigga, about having the fear for jail. And my fear is ever getting famous because I don't know how to delete tweets. And somebody finding a tweet from me saying in like 2009, 2010, that if I ever go to jail, I'm not gonna be no hoe. Only one nigga gonna get this ass. <laughs> That's another thing. People that go back and find tweets and stuff, like you're just doing it to try to be malicious. Like how what, how bored how are you? Exactly, exactly, man, exactly. And you know, I get you know, I'm probably the, the biggest social justice warrior out of the two. <laughs> <laughs> People go too far with the purity test of like having people be pure. You know, I, I still don't like Hulk Hogan. I just my personal thing. We, we've had this debate on the podcast a lot, um, but I but I think everybody has their, their way to jump. Did right, I don't I don't like Hulk Hogan, but Randy Orton is still one of my favorites. Bam, nigga. Everybody has the right to draw their line where it is. But going back and finding tweets, that's just some extra shit, man. Like that's just ridiculous. So so like with, with, with the Hogan shit, yes, he's racist, but. We shouldn't know he's racist because he was in his own home and he was being recorded without, without, without. Correct. Without Correct. But we're just out there oh. sitting there putting shit on social media. I don't know. <clears throat> my daughter. He wasn't doing that. Now and and that's true. That's no. that's true. That's true. Cause it's a documentary coming out on Russell Simmons right now, my man. Twenty five years later, you know what I mean. Bill Cosby the same way. Like we don't know, so we can't react. You feel yeah, me? Yeah. If Hogan was never outed as being a racist, all this shit that the, the merch selling, the, the WrestleMania appearance, we'll be eating that shit the fuck. Yeah. We'll... Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I, I would, but, you know, I do know. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. It's like, I can't yeah, get yeah, out yeah, of yeah, no, like, He's, he's to- totally, you know, he shouldn't be racist. Nah, nah, but, and, and that's, that's the thing, man. Like, man, like... We should know his private. Like I, I, I gotta look at it from, from, from both ways. His privacy was, well, like, like that was it. it invaded. So let's so he, not so so so. I don't forget. 
No, so 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 you're so so this is why I want to ask. This is why I, I'm. We we haven't necessarily. I mean, we've had Ritter on. We had Des, that Desmond Xavier on. Um, and we've had these conversations, but I'll ask you, what is on and off limits for you as far as private or personal? Because a lot of these people do not care to David Starr. You know what I mean? He made uh, his biggest. He he made worth to his name under the biggest controversy he possibly could have had. You know what I mean when when he when when he made his prominence online. Um, what what's on and off for you as far as personal and private goes? And with that being said, if someone if you know right, if you're it's like a sports thing, right? Wrestling. Russell want to talk about this big camaraderie and family and shit like that. How you say niggas was sleeping on your couch and shit like that. Like we know people. We know people in real life. If you know somebody in real life is kind of off, do we check that or do we just like that's that's them? Off, off, like 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 how? Like, I mean, like, bro. I mean, there's stories about. You know, when we dig, like we say, when we digging up tweets and shit like that, it's stories about Rick being racist and Michael P. Hayes being racist. And that's not the first time Hawkton used the N-word, uh, used the N-word. Or we talk about Jerry the King Lawler still getting a check. And it's in Memphis newspaper about rape and sodomy. You know what I mean? Jimmy Snooker, Macho Man, uh, Scuttlebucket. Like, when we hear about these personal things... How does that blend and cross over when they're so beloved in the profession? I, I guess for me, like I just don't, I guess I don't fuck with them. Like it's just not my thing. Like, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't be like I'll be respectful, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't fuck with these, these, these people. Like that's just how how it is. If, it, if it's something that like I, you know, like I don't, I, I try to stay out of, out of people's business, really. Okay. Because because what I don't know can't hurt me. Okay. 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 Shit, I didn't even know. I like. I don't. I don't like to. I don't want to know anything. Like all the drama stuff. I don't want to know. I don't. Yeah. Because then it can't be traced back to me. I yeah. Will, I will get brought into drama. Yeah. It's some. It's some drama. It's some drama going on right now that we do not want to know. Like we. Well, I'm. The only thing I'm praying for is that it's not true. You know what I mean? Like when it comes to drama. Like you know, like when drama. You know what I mean? Like people's personal business. Like it's. It's tough to know it and then show appreciation for the art. And that's the hard part about it because we we have to separate the art from the from the personal, and that's the hard thing to do when you're a fan of something. You know, we can talk about like I said for Hulk Hogan. I, would, I had a wrestle called Wrestle Buddy going back to him. I, I can't so like watch his matches and have the same feeling I used to have with him. You know, but I'm not erasing his legacy. I don't want to ever erase anybody's legacy for any transgressions they've ever done. They went out there and put their asses on the line and, and they they did the work. You know, they and Hulk Hogan probably arguably is the biggest wrestler of all time. So he has that legacy. I would never want to erase anybody's legacy and anybody else who has any transgressions. But I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. 
New episodes available now. Subscribe to the Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. But after the dark side of wrestling, man, I can, like, I know people on Twitter that has emphatically said they cannot and will not watch another Chris Benoit match, right? Like, they can't do it. Man, either after the in-depth dark side of wrestling of hearing what he did to Daniel and what he did to Nancy and eventually what he did to himself, my ass fucking still watched him versus Kurt. Because it's one of the greatest fucking matches of all time. Like, I don't, I, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's hard, man. It is. If you, so, so here, here's another, another example. I loved the Cosby show growing up. Right. I love, like, obviously, like, I watched the syndication, but, like, I love the Cosby show. Like, I'm, I, I, like you said you were uh, uh, over 30. I'm still under 30. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm still relatively young. Um, oh, F you, man. <laughs> I mean, Jason Cade's still an asshole, man. I've been too nice of a person to talk about my views and shit. People are like, oh, this guy's actually not a, not a dick. He's actually. Jason Cade's an asshole. Remember that. Uh, get the shirt. Jason Cade hates you. Bill Cosby is. Horrible, horrible person for what he did. But damn, I still like the Cosby Show. Like the rest of the fucking cast was good. Right. Yeah. Does Felicia Rashad not get her fucking uh, annual motherfucking check because we stopped watching the show because of Bill? Yeah, like, come on, man. Like Clara Huxley was the greatest TV mom ever. She needs her yeah. royalty. She deserves her royalty check, nigga. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jail. Can I never listen to Aaliyah again? But he does have some good ass songs. And it's like, oh, he, he was he was singing about little kids. I'm not singing. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the fucking song. <laughs> <laughs> the final is I think R. Kelly is horrible. He should be in jail. My role R. Kelly is I listened to everything before uh, Ignition. <laughs> Pretty much. There's <laughs> <laughs> still some good songs. Like, you, like, like you, you, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm still like, I still like, I think he gets credit with credit. There's, there's people in the business who I don't enjoy personally. But damn, they're good wrestlers. So I'm, I'm not going to sit there and hate on that. Right. Right, like, like, like I mentioned, I mentioned Randy. You know what I mean when when it came up because, granted, when when we caught the Bam nigga, I I laughed. When I heard Hulk Hogan, I didn't laugh. So now I'm checking myself. Like, okay, is do do I hold people higher? Like, you know what I mean? What am I doing here? But I also think like 
the way Hogan used it is there was there was there was hate behind it. And yeah. I don't necessarily think there was hate behind when Randy used it. I legit Randy caught a nigga slipping and said, Bam nigga, I thought that's legit. <laughs> I think legitimately that's what it was. Like, he saw a nigga headshot. Bam, nigga! As soon as he said it, soon, bruh, soon, soon, soon as he said it, he knew it. He knew it. He was like, bam, no. Oh, 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 no. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what you mean? He fucking said it. Man, yeah. <laughs> oh man. So outside of that, man, we you know we covered we covered a lot. Um, what 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 you you said you're just sitting on your ass playing video games. What you playing? What system you got? What games you playing right now? PS4 guy. I got PS4. I'm I'm, I'm I still get on I still get on GTA Online. I got NBA 2K here and there. I got on WWE 2K. So you and Cornell, you and Cornell are really good friends. Then he's a PS4 junkie, man. Yeah, we are. We are. We are. Uh, I knew Cornell when he was working at EA. Like he's brought me into EA and fucking. He 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 sees a really. That's somebody else I would like to chop it up with as far as just being a cool ass dude. Um, just getting in his journey. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I it um. That 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 seems to be like a the 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 circle is expanding. When me and CT got into the podcast, to be honest, we weren't in the know. We didn't know it was a it was this lit. My nigga, we didn't know it was a lot of black people around to for yeah. us to bounce these ideas and have these conversations with. So to, to have people like that to to you know what I mean to to kind of like. To, to talk like that and video games and music and shit like that like oh it's dope it's dope yeah like 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 we we, we talk about like the bad side of wrestling there's a lot of the good not like good I met some of my yeah. best friends in life because of wrestling like like Rick Swan uh, Rick Shea like Cornell like some of my best friends Sammy Callahan like all like like they're all like yeah, Ember Earth Palmer like they. Like, to my best friends I met because of wrestling. Like, there's good in, in wrestling. I just, I try to stay out, out of the bad. Like, I just, you, if you see, you see my Twitter, I don't, I don't be sitting there getting involved in shit. I just make my, like, I, I'll, I'll reply to like uh, friends of mine and like shit, like shit, shit on them. But like. It's never anything like serious. It's all character stuff. I think my, I think the most controversial I've gotten on Twitter, and this is my personal and reasonable wrestling, is either if I speak on Benoit or if I say Brett is under Sean. <laughs> now, now if it's if if well, it's Shawn from the greatest wrestler of all time. Who who's the greatest wrestler of all time? My guy, my my <laughs> fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm a Brett fan. I'm not gonna say nothing. You know? I'm not saying great. No, Brett was good. Brett great, but you know, you know. Yeah. Me and Swan that comes like we we. So we'll we'll play the game. I will not use Brett, and Swan will not use Sean. We just won't. Wow. We just won't. We just won't use them. We won't be saving for. 
What? Well, you know what's crazy too? Getting back, just talking wrestling, man. I just watched that Survivor Series '92 match, where Sean was IC and Brett was World Champ, and my God, bruh, it was a competition of who can make the other person look the best. That's how it should be. And, 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 and that was in 92. Like, that was a, like, that, that, like, it's hard for me to have a conversation with people and they say Brett made Sean when that, that's far from the truth. You know what I mean? Like, granted, they elevated each other. Like, I, 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 I never want to diminish Brett, but Brett's greatest rivalry is Sean and Austin. Yeah. Sean's greatest rivalry. And Owen, correct, correct. Sean's greatest rivalry was Brett, but shit, his his match quality with everybody else is what separates me from Brett and and, and Sean. Cause um, I I will I will watch Brett versus the Berserker. You know what I mean? Brett versus fucking the model Rick the model Martel. Brett versus fucking the Monty, and it's not entertaining. You know what I mean? But give me Sean and Vader. Give me Sean and Sid. Give me Sean and Taker. You know what I mean? Sean and... Sean also had that second run. That, that's, yeah. yeah, that second run. Him and Jericho is the greatest feud of, 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 of to me. Sean. To me. Sean and Jericho is the greatest feud. Favorite Mania match is Sean, Sean and Jericho. 19? Yeah. Yep. That's my favorite Mania altogether. Really? Yeah. Number nineteen is my favorite too. My favorite nineteen. I, th- I think the best because we we've had I've had this discussion with people. Oh, uh, what was the what was the best card? Nineteen or 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 seventeen? Seventeen. I think. Oh, seventeen. Seventeen was the better card, but I enjoyed nineteen more. Nineteen. There's no better card when you got Brock and Angle for the title. That's that's that tips the card for me because if you like, granted, you don't. When during the time you don't you're not as intricate as a fan to know that Brock is a fucking beast and Kurt Angle is the greatest fucking wrestler at 220 pounds ever in the world. You know what I mean? Like so now as you can now now as you fucking understand that you go back and watch it, it's fucking ridiculous. It's a national champion against an Olympic breast. Oh man! Yeah, the Rock is Stone Cold. Rock is Stone Cold. The last match they had, great match. People complain about Brock. I love Brock. I love Brock Lesnar. And Brock puts it. Brock sells his ass off for everyone. If he likes you. Brock's the man. Brock's the man. Brock will not. Brock, if like, he likes you, he'll do business. If not, you'll look like Braun Strowman at the Royal Rumble in 2018. Oh, bro. Well, go, go back and watch it. He's one of the best sellers that the company has. Mm-hmm. Go back, just go watch this, this, this latest run. Some of his Survivor Series matches. Like, like, watch him and AJ, him and, him and Ray. Like, him and DB is great. Even, I wanted him and Ricochet to be, oh my God, I had a vision for Ricochet and Brock, man. But that yeah. I think that I think that's the only downer he's had since he came back. 
Yeah, that got me tight. Him and Ricochet didn't go, didn't get a chance to see what they can do together. But you're right, Brock right now is you know, he's at that level. He's doing some of his best work right now, late into his career, yeah. I think. Uh, and he's really giving himself up and setting the stage for like guys like Drew. It's it's amazing what he's done. Shout shout out to Ricochet too. Him so and like, Cedric, him and Cedric getting together to making time because yeah. that that yeah. that that looks like it's gonna do something. Speaking of six, speaking of some, speaking of Ricochet, because that Brock thing kind of, yeah, I mean, like he, he, it was unprecedented for him to be in that match, right? And then we had expectations, and then it was down, and then he was kind of for a little bit, and now him and Cedric, they, that I like that, uh, and then they're they're hinting to they want some smoke, so uh, that that oh, might yeah. be that might yeah. be a fucking great great fucking little thing for them to do. Yeah, like people. I, another thing, I don't because me and me and Trevor talked about it, like people don't just sit back and enjoy wrestling. Mm-hmm. Just enjoy. Mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone wants, wants to criticize. Oh, they should do this. They're buried. This guy. They do just watch. Do you do that with movies? Do you do it with TV shows? It, it, Monday Night Raw is a TV show at the, at the end of the day. Just yeah. Watch it and, and enjoy. Just watch it as a fan. That's why I, mean, that's what, I was so much better when I was younger. Because when you were younger, you weren't trying to fucking pick everything apart. Yeah. Just watch it and enjoy it. It's yeah. hard, though. I'll tell you right now, it's hard. Because, like, even with me, I'm a, I'm a movie critic. So I do it with movies. I, 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 I'm the worst person watching movies. <laughs> this is what we do on the podcast. Like, we come on the podcast, we critique it. We don't try to go too hard, though. We try to just tell our honest opinions on what's going down and how what we feel towards it. But at the end of the day, we do enjoy it every single week. We come to it with an open set of eyes and say, "Listen, I'm down to see some wrestling." And and you even know, so and and we and, always have expectations. And and with that, with, with that, to piggyback off of CT, we try to come at it from a production aspect of it as well. You know what I mean? How it's shot, how it's presented. Um, you know what I mean? Did you need a commercial right there? You know, and I and I get it. Um, um, being working with MLW for a short, for that short time frame, and seeing how that miniature circus is ran to to now put the mac, you know, the 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 multiplication of that of times a million for that that organization at WWE, you gotta hit those numbers, you gotta hit those marks, you gotta get those advertisements in, you gotta go home when we fucking say go home, you know what I mean, like. Shit like that matters because that ends up at the bottom line at the end of the day. You guys hold a lot of responsibility. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. you, you don't do what normal actors do. You don't do what normal athletes do. Um, and your revenue um, share of it is relegated due to the fact that you're not in a union. You know what I mean? So... I want to kind of wrap this up with my question. Do you feel like right now with AEW popping off, with TV contracts getting huge, um, right now television networks need this content, is this the opportunity where wrestlers can kind of unionize, can get something, can get health care, especially with corona? Um, like we said, you guys risk it already. Would this be the the nudge for you guys to kind of get something a little bit more concrete? Actually, I had this conversation. I think uh, I had with a friend of mine. I, yes and no. Uh, I think it's a possibility in like an AEW, 
a, a WWE, even Impact or Ring of Honor, but anything below that, it's, it's impossible to do. There's so many wrestlers. There's so many wrestlers out there. Like, like it just who would start? Everyone would have different different ideas. Uh, I think if, if for it to fail, I think the wrestlers themselves would be the ones that they get it, get like get in the, in the way of themselves. Mm. We, we just wouldn't be able to uh, uh, agree on stuff. I think. Um, does it? Does it take? I don't think it could happen at the at the at the indie level. There's just too much. It's okay. too, too many people and like too many promotions and, and like I think if, if there's a possibility for it, it's only in like the major companies. Does it take stars from WWE to start to? Does it take people from WWE saying, "Hey, we're going to start our own union," and uh, it, with 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 regards of like pay the ramifications of like you know your image in the locker room or or in the business? Is that what's gonna take? I don't. I really. I really don't know. I really don't know. I don't even know. I don't even know how the actors union works. Like I don't know. Like a lot, a lot of this, a, a lot of this stuff. But, like I don't. I mean, I think if, if anyone was 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 able to start a union in WWE, it's John Cena. John Cena or Dwayne? Yeah. Yeah, they'd be the ones that would have to be the, the ones to do it. But, like again, like I only think a union is possible in major companies. Like in in the major TV companies, I don't think it's possible on the independent level. Not with not not now with you being on the and I don't want to call it the minute level of the independent scene because you know you've been on television now, you know what I mean? Like, but with you being on that level on the independent circuit to where you kind of know, kind of how it works only because of how they book you, you know per se. Um, do you think that? We are closer to a time frame where we can have a communal aspect to wrestling, where it's a territorial um thing, or do you believe that the independency of these companies are what keeps those companies afloat rather than the 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 like ROH New Japan or ROH AEW? We feel like us as fans, we feel like. It's easier for the flow of the, the them two to connect. You know what I mean? Like, do you think that that would be that that that? Do you think that the 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 independent scenes were, are getting closer to that? Uh, I do think more companies are, are working together, and that's like a a, a good. I, I think it's it, it's a good thing. Like, I I one of my things I hate the most is people like, well, if you work for me, you can't work for this guy. It's like, mm. no one's paying this. Enough to like shut up. Like you're independent. Like stop it. Or income is like oh, we want, we want to have have contracts. Like shut up. No, you stop it. And I was gonna, like no, you're not paying anybody a salary to stay home. Stop it. Stop with the contract stuff. Unless you're a major TV company, don't be off. Don't be trying to make. Hold on, you trying to tell That's me that stupid. there's not it's not a major company in Miami that gives television time that can involve people to get contracts. I mean, like, I, what, what I'm saying is, like, 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 I think uh, companies need to work together. Unless you're paying someone, a, a, like, you can pay someone, like, a, like, a good salary and stuff, like, stop with these, like, bad contracts. Uh, horrible, horrible, man, horrible, horrible. Uh-huh. Uh, you got anything, you got anything, Lucy? You got anything from CT? 
We're we're about an hour and a half. We're we're about an hour and a half in. Man, thank you for everything, man. I think we're coming on. It's just it's been a great conversation. Um, I just want you to plug what you've been doing, and I know you've been home, but like what have you been doing outside and plug your merch and plug your, your stuff. What, what you got going on your Twitter and all that? I mean, just like almost weekly, just me and me and Chris Statlander have a have a little uh, a little series. I kind of could name it the Good Cave because uh, the hashtag I've, I've, I've been using was just. Trying to teach me how to be a good person. Uh, Go ahead and plug it. Let us know where we can find that at. Tell us where we can follow, follow both of you at. Uh, uh, just on, on Twitter and, and Instagram. I'm at JasonKate underscore. And I believe she is at CallMeChrisStat on Twitter and Instagram. That's that's where, that's where, 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 where I post them. Um, Twitter and Instagram. And then like, my Pro S&T store is opening up. It, it, by the time this airs, it should be up. Uh, com slash Jason Cade. I have three designs up there. Uh, yeah, that's, that's that's pretty much it. That's that's, that's all I'm doing. And I'm just... Uh, what's the PSN, so, what's the PSN so niggas can get smacked in 2K? Uh, uh, <laughs> that's play J3. That's, that's the, the all caps. Yeah, I, I, I mostly play, like, if I go online, I, I'll play GTA online. Okay. Oh, they super bruh. You gotta call that nigga and be like, yo, you hardwired? You hardwired in? Because, like, you can't. Because you... I'll lose to a guy on, on, online. If he's sitting next to me, I won't visit. It pissed me off. I don't like. Oh, CT know the deal about that. CT know the. CT will play me online and get 137 interceptions, man. I don't. I don't. Uh, I, I get so mad with sports games. Yeah, but GTA is Cornell. Cornell whoops everybody's ass. Yo, I told Cornell I need to get him in person. I can't do the online. I can't do the online with Cornell. I get him in person too. Like he's just really good. I won't play him. I will not play him. I refuse. Nah, I gotta play this guy. I, yeah, exactly, bro. I get, bro. I, you know what? That, that's, that's the thing. Cornell gotta play either me and CT. If either of us win, he comes on the podcast. That's, that's the challenge right now. Don't, Jason K, the advocate for Cornell. Now, I'm about to go on Twitter and post it right now. I'm like, yo, I'm going to destroy people. Oh, man. Yo, K, we, we definitely appreciate the time, bro. Anytime you got the time, we're free. Um, I kind of messed up, man. I, 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 I talked like a nice person too much. I kind of messed, messed up my image here. Actually, man, it's always like that the first time. It's always like we got we got Riddle on here twice. We got Desmond on here twice. So you come on here the second time, you can be full gimmick. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anytime. <laughs> I don't want people thinking, hey, he, Chris Hansen is a good person. No, she has not. She's not <laughs> 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 All right, man, go ahead and enjoy the rest of your Saturday, bro. I'll hit you up uh, later, man. It's Saturday? Shit. <laughs> man, nigga, I know it's Saturday because my lady motherfucking. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you, thank you again, man. We appreciate it. Um, as far as the show, the show will probably be up tomorrow. Oh, 
So I'm gonna okay. go. I'm gonna probably chop it up, edit it up, and it'll be up tomorrow. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.